0: Laf- yeah, guess, oh, clap yeah. some cheeks. Sink it. <laughs> clap some alien
1: cheeks. Clap some alien cheeks. Exactly. That is what this episode is about. Well, a little bit anyway. This is I don't know. I said it was season three, episode one. There was a big break in between. <laughs> the- <laughs> So, there's anytime there was like break. a big break, yeah. <laughs> okay. I like made it different seasons. I don't know if that's going to work. I don't know. We'll just call this episode one because it's going to go on someplace different besides YouTube, I think. So, yeah, we're, we're kind of starting over, right? Yeah, we're yeah. kind of starting over, I think. You know, new beginnings, new beginnings. That'll be the title. Fresh starts, <laughs> fresh aliens, all kinds of fresh good stuff. Fresh cheeks. Fresh cheeks to clap. Um, but anyway, this is Third Wheelin'. This is the podcast where the three of us are 3rd in life, basically. Yeah, still. <laughs> still. Still third-wheeling life. <laughs> we like talking about weird stuff, you know, all the time. And this is definitely something weird to talk about, I think. So, yeah. I'm Ken's. I'm joined by the lovely... Caitlin and Alec, who just Hello. got engaged. Hello. Soon yes. to be Mr. and Mrs. Putnam. Oh, so no. then I can finally call them that and have it be true. So <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. But, yeah. I know people being like, what's your last name, Caitlyn? And I'm like, uh. Just why? I know. They're like, you know what, never mind. We're just going to call you Putnam. So I'm <laughs> like,
1: okay. <laughs> sure, fine. That's fine. Um, and today we're going to be discussing healthier which is a five-part documentary series by Greg and Dana Newkirk over at Planet Weird that came out earlier this year. It's quite an amazing um, documentary series, I have to say, in the sea of shitty uh, paranormal documentary series out there that people put out, just churn out. Um, I think there's one on Prime right now about Washington Island, Wisconsin, that I tried to watch, and like two minutes in, I was like, you know, we're good. (laughs) (laughs) This
0: isn't one of those good ones. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
2: They try and scare you in the flash cuts. It's not good.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it was just like, oh, what kind of camera are they using? When I was describing it to my friend, I was like, um, it would be like if we decided to do a ghost hunting documentary series. Using
2: with the like, cams on our, on our laptop. Laptop. Right, okay.
1: right, or using like um, the camera that we used to use to record, which wasn't like a movie camera. It was just like uh, a GoPro, digital camera. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was. I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. the basic premise of Hellier is that Greg and Dana receive an urgent email from a man who was having strange experiences at his home in Hellier, Kentucky, which is obviously the namesake of the series. And they decide to make an attempt at, at, cover, uh, at uncovering the truth, as it were, as most paranormal investigation shows do. And they have, you know, their friends join them, of course, Carl Pfeiffer and Connor Randall, in order to help with that. So it very much follows the formula of, you know, ghost adventures and all of those things, you know, these group of people go to this place where people are asking for help in order to uncover the truth, as it were. So, yeah. yeah, very fun stuff. And it was, you know, the experience sounds like something out of a horror Hollywood thriller, little creatures coming out of abandoned mines on the outskirts of a rural town in order to terrorize a family. And it's definitely fucky and creepy, And it certainly sets the tone for this whole series. And I was really surprised by it, actually. I don't know what your guys' first reactions were when you watched it.
0: Um, So so my dad, he's the one that brought it up, actually, originally, when he was describing it to me. I was like, oh, that sounds cute. Okay, like... Sure. I'll watch it. I didn't it's think it's going to be everything. campy and horrible. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, just be something fun to watch quickly and I'll forget about it. But um, yeah, I know it's very impactful. Um, just the research that they put behind it and all the facts and evidence that come to line up and just really state the case so well and make me believe actually quite a bit. Um, it's just a great, great show. Um, great series. And um, I've watched it twice through, and I'm um, watching it again now. <laughs> so good, and um, I just can't believe how little evidence there is out there, at least for the public to see, you know, like maybe there's more that hasn't been uncovered yet, but um, just the mm-hmm. things that they have stated so far is pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no. Alec, he's watching it for the first time. Well, second time. Oh, second time. Okay. Yeah, no, because
2: I watched it the first time through when I was with your dad.
0: Oh, yeah, my dad. <laughs> yeah. Brings families <laughs> together. To, I think we
2: binge watched it all. Like Creepy shit, you know? It's, what you it's,
0: that's what you yeah. need. It's, so
2: it's it funny. helps bring people together. Some of the bond on. But no, I think it's very interesting. I know a lot of the time I spent mostly, especially at the very beginning, just judging. I'm like okay, if there's aliens, why would they spend their time harassing people? They're always targeting the children. (laughs) I mean, just getting beyond those stereotypes. Then when they're trying to, I know, try locate the location the email was sent. I mean, that was, even the guy on the phone was like, please stop, we can't do this.
1: I know, right. It was very, like, a lot of it had, like, a creepy pasta-esque feel to it, you know, especially Mm -hmm. the email. It sounded very, like... i mean you know you call them the midnight children that sounds like something you would see on you know our no sleep but i mean afterwards as you go go through it and you see the evidence that they're collecting and all of the i don't know the synchronicity of it and it's like what in the fuck is going on like and you just get drawn in you know
2: yeah especially because even if you like do your own you try and do like your own independent research you just end up finding things that's like oh this makes sense why are things happening Especially if you go in with, like, the prior knowledge of watching the documentary and you kind of know what to look for. Like, oh, you Google mammoth cave systems paranormal, You're going to stumble across something that's like, oh, that explains this, like, urban legend kind of mm-hmm. a thing. I just <laughs> exactly.
0: think it's a good, like, way to tell or show people, you know, to keep your mind open, like, to the possibilities of things. Don't, like, you know, judge a book by its cover, you know, like, research mm-hmm. and... keep your mind open and you can find some really cool things and i think this series shows that exactly right
1: yeah that was very refreshing too like right at the start when they were talking about how you know they go into things with an open mind they're not like some people that are like oh it has to be true you know and completely just like not um debunking anything you know what i mean like some of those shows Mm -hmm. try to do and it's like well you know it was nice to have like a neutral ground grounded hosts you know Instead of having people there completely, you know, off the rails, like, everything that happens is
2: because of this. (laughs) We're gonna go into the woods, we're gonna stare at the mine shaft for 12 hours.
1: (laughs) I mean, maybe they were out there for 12 hours, I don't know. They saw a cup, though, that was, like, the best thing. (laughs) I know, I know.
2: (laughs) It was was predicted by the tarot cards, we're gonna see this thing. I know. No. Sorry, I was a dog.
1: That's okay. You bring up a good point, though, about how, like, if you look into it yourself, you will find some stuff, too, because I mean, the Mammoth Cave system, it does have a lot of lore behind it, you know, and I, even I found stuff about like, I think it was like Kentucky White Men or something, and it was like these goblins, basically, that come out of the you know, the mines and whatnot, and it's like, you know, this isn't just a one-off thing, but that also brings up the point, did someone read these stories beforehand and then create something in order to get these people interested and to come there and, you know, but yeah. I don't know. Cause the guy never met them and apparently he doesn't exist or whatever. So yeah. <laughs> I right. don't know, but not- I thought it was really good, you know, and I would definitely, I'm going to watch it again for sure. Even though I have experienced some high strangeness through watching it. I don't know. There was one night I was going through it and like, I don't know. My parents kept hearing like this knocking sound and we oh, live no. out in the middle of nowhere. That's- Cats, yeah, it probably was cats to be honest. No, I'm
2: saying the taps, like they're always tapping on the windows and all Yeah,
1: the taps. Why do they always tap on the windows? I don't know. they like, we've never seen glass before. What is the substance? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, for me, it was like a 10 out of 10. Like, I want them to do another one, you know, I think it'd be great. I don't know about
0: you guys. I- I'm hoping for it too. I have looked online to see if they were yet, if there's any announcements. Not yet, but fingers crossed. Darn it, anyway. anyway so that
1: brings us to the speculation since we were talking about you know what these things could be why are they interested in the children you know what is going on so i had on here like what are the midnight children with a bunch of little things of what it could be Mm -hmm. so i don't know you know goblins fairies they did bring up you know the experience of hearing screaming in the or crying in the woods i think it was crying in the woods right baby crying crying. And they're like, Oh yeah, fairies do that, which I mean, I guess, sure, let's go for it. Like
2: <laughs> <laughs> why nothing's not? Nothing's out of Nothing's too great.
1: So there's just like a I don't know, a smattering of goblins in these caves that are like, you know, trying to capture people for some reason? I don't know.
0: Well, I feel like children are, you know, kinda like with just supernatural things are just easier to convince or see like they're not yeah, they, their minds aren't warped yeah right By right Like adults so i feel like they're more for these things to approach easier to approach um children are just yeah more open-minded and you know if they're trying to send a message to us like i feel like children are the safest way to send a message through because yeah. uh, they'll well, shorter we'll
2: less imposing they'll just repeat same things size verbatim.
0: yeah, yeah the same exactly size, these guys are, like... Are, they're described I as four feet. Yeah.
1: Which, do you oh. think they actually saw something? I mean, the pictures... I don't know. They weren't that clear, but they definitely look... I don't know. They definitely look weird, you know? But also creepypasta-esque.
0: I know. I just... They're highly photoshopped, like, edited just to see the image further, and I just... I don't there, know. There might have
2: been some leading the witness when they're drawing these things, yeah. I feel like, but I know... A large part of it, too, is that the children always see these things at nighttime. And if you look at the shadows long enough, even if you aren't thinking of anything creepy, your imagination kind of goes a little wild. And I mean...
1: Oh, for sure, that happens, yeah.
2: And I feel like a lot of these children, especially, are watching the same TV shows and kind of might be having the same kind of idea of what creepy is. So, not to mention they talk to each other about it, it sounds like, so...
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. And then, um... Brought up something, you know, about um aliens, I think at one point. So it's like, are these marooned aliens from some UFO crash from the Kelly Hopkinsville experience? You know, mm-hmm. or you know, are these the aliens back from the nineteen fifties basically, you know, that this family of seven, which that is just an amazing story in of itself, because I like... have seven people in a tiny shack, like you know, <laughs> so like what did they see? <laughs> I...
2: I like to think it's the aliens in 1950 as opposed to other things because I know there's other things out there because there's a bunch of hauntings in the caves around there because of tuberculosis colonies and stuff, people say. But I like to think oh, it's God. the 1950s because the government came in and locked up like a, a lot of these cave systems, like the national government in the like, 1960s. So I see if both are trying to cover something up.
0: And they'll give enough time to repopulate, too, and expand, like, Mm -hmm. for them to continue the line. If that's, you know. If that's what they're doing. Yeah. Right, Right. and they
1: supposedly sent in, like, alien death squads. (laughs) You know? I thought that was in
0: Vietnam. (laughs) I'm so, no, no, they're they're vets from Vietnam, but I was so excited to talk about that part. (laughs) You have no idea. Please do,
1: (laughs) because Terry Wrist
0: is a mood.
2: (laughs) The alien bunker busters.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, no. I can't believe that. I, I, you know, just, it was from, it was in the book, um, Secret, um, what is it called? Cipher of the, uh, UFOnauts? Yeah, Cipher of the
1: UFOnauts.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I can't believe that's the thing. Like, that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And it it also
1: brings up, like, another point, too, of this possibly being real because how many people like i never heard of the book before and we listen to last podcast all the time you know and they've talked about this stuff and that has never come up you know and like i've never heard of this book and this person i don't know maybe they're just that crazy of a person and they read this book and they're like oh shit this is a great name i'm gonna use this to like send emails to people like what (laughs) (laughs) about how close they were to discovering them you know discovering the truth like
0: yeah, but, like, the one thing that ter- terrorists um, said that was interesting or sent to them was the cornets to the cave that they were at. The- right, and they're, and
1: they're like, you were so close, you should have gone further. And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, oh.
0: yeah.
2: And I got a thing about that cave, too. It's, just when looking at my own, st- the own stuff, because I know a big thing is, like, when they're, like, through the 1900s, when they're trying to investigate these caves, they often found things like tight spots. Where they'd have to send like a hundred pound lady to squeeze through and then they find out like, oh, the mammoth cave system's like connected to the other one. And Imagine being also... that
1: hundred pound lady.
2: <laughs> rough life. Very rough life. Here
1: they'd you go, Marion. Just fucking just squeeze through there. We'll give you five bucks. It's fine.
2: <laughs> but no, those those tight spots aren't uncommon. And people like have speculations of like other like old time like people back in like 1920s who were like that die- who died in the war and stuff like that who have this, they find markings and other things like because you end up just finding out how compartmentalized the knowledge is about these cave systems that yeah. a lot of these connections weren't discovered until far later they're actually found or they weren't documented.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. And like, I mean, a hundred pound, you know, not even a hundred pound alien, you know, like a small, tiny alien could definitely fit through those places, probably, yeah. so, you know. But... And if these guys are Vietnam vets, they're tunnel rats, maybe, you know, those guys that went down the tunnels, you know, they can fit in there too. And that's probably, I don't know, it's craziness. Yeah.
2: I'm just saying, like it lines up to be a perfect environment for this kind of situation.
0: It definitely does, yeah. I just think it's interesting. I feel like a lot of information that's needed to be shared is already out there. It's just needs to be found and put, put together, together. Like yeah, put together. <laughs> right, which they Sounds- were
1: doing, you know, and it was like mm-hmm. crazy. How they discovered, oh yeah, it was in this book, it was in this other book, somebody talked about this, like John Keel and the Mothman prophecies and all of that. And, yeah. um, yeah, it's just you like just
2: those creepy emails they gave away, like, that is either the most elaborate prank anyone's pulling or they're onto something.
1: <laughs> right. I hope they are onto something because, like, I don't know. I don't know if it was how they portrayed the emails in the movie, like, using that certain typeface, the curior new typeface, or if that was the actual typeface that the guy used. Because yeah. that was really creepy to me too. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like
0: I know.
1: And <laughs> it was just yeah. And then, you know, um, brings up the other point of we keep talking about how it could be a hoax. There's definitely a creepypasta esque qualities to it, like we said, and even Dana discussed that, that there was just something off about the whole thing i mean when you're in that business i guess you do get a lot of crackpots that are coming to you saying here go here come here i have this really great story and how careful you have to be and it's like could this be a hoax i don't know
0: i was telling alec how you know thinking about that back to the email like how perfectly worded it was just how detailed and just well it was like it was a professional writer writing right, this. Right, it project. sounds like a creepy story that you would tell someone, you know? Yeah. yeah, like, they practiced writing it. Like, it was just so perfect for someone being so terrified for their life and their family's lives. Like, it was just, like, almost too good. <laughs> right, <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. And then there's, like, the footprints, too. Like, the footprints didn't look convincing to me. I'm sorry, but it's I... so Anytime pretty. somebody brings up footprints, I'm like, really you know yeah. did we learn nothing from bigfoot like no i
0: know and just how clean they were and all that stuff but um uh the one thing with the footprints was dermal ridges the dermal ridges and then also the soil that um it had it was um from like the mine shafts or whatever the oh really? yeah there was like I didn't see that
1: part oh, okay
0: okay mixed with it and apparently that only happens after it's been boarded up for a certain amount of years. And the pressure from the water builds up so greatly that it explodes out. And all oh. the sediment and like um, coal comes out to the mud. And that's how you get that type. And that was in the pictures for the footprints that the man found. Um, but I don't know.
1: I don't know. Right. And he said that he had a mine on his property, which, I mean... I don't know. If I was buying a house, I think that'd be one thing that would be a deal breaker for me. It would be <laughs> an abandoned mine on my property. But, you know, it is what it is. It's Kentucky. It's but, Kentucky. yeah, I forgot about, yeah, I forgot <laughs> about the, the sediment thing. So that's a good point to bring up for it being possibly true. And then, like, the lack of communication for me was a big red flag as well. You know, like, months apart. But I guess it, you know, helps along with the whole creepiness factor of it that this person just reaches out whenever they want to. You know, yeah, yeah, do you think Terry Rist and the David Christie guy, the doctor, are the same person? maybe I do yeah. I do, uh, or they
0: know each other like there's a
1: it's a team I never you thought you thought of this. yeah
0: <laughs> but i but I do believe that they do have some truth behind their emails that okay, if that's the case, that they know each other, it's like a thing like a team effort, um but. I hope it's not I hope it's (laughs) that sounds really bad. I hope hope these people are really I know but like
1: I hope these people are okay, but like (laughs) Right, right. I mean if Terry Wrist is a real person, he's probably dead now. Maybe. If he served in Vietnam and was a, you know, alien bunker buster. I don't
0: know. I feel like that's a hard life to live. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's (laughs) not many people live for that long after that. (laughs) All right. So
1: um Another thing I had was it could be an escaped government experiment, you know, like Mothman, maybe something Mm -hmm. to that effect. I don't know, because they said like there was there might have been like a government facility down there at one point in the cave system and all of that good stuff. You know, it could have been something like that or maybe like. Maybe it's like uh, the ancestors of a tuberculous con- <laughs> like, colony, like Alec was explaining, you know, and they're all inbred and stuff, and that's why they have three toes and shit. I don't know. Like...
2: Glow in the dark skin, bulbous eyes.
1: It's like, yeah. um, oh, what's that movie, The Descent, you know, where those people get trapped in the cave with all those people, the yeah, monsters. That's yeah, yeah. basically <laughs> just like the descendants of the people that got trapped down there and all that. And then That's uh, terrifying. That'd be more terrifying than genetics. aliens, I feel like. Oh yeah, for sure. There's just a bunch of the hills have eyes becomes reality. Like, oh shit. Like,
2: <laughs> I mean, would that be less scary? Because that then we know we're more technologically advanced than them, and we at least got that over them.
1: I mean, yeah, at least we know that they're people and it's not like aliens, because I feel like that would just send everyone into a panic, but I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's Mothman too.
2: <laughs> they're just all a bunch of small Mothman. Moth babies.
1: <gasps> moth, babies. moth babies. Oh my god, you're right.
2: <laughs> They're coming in through
1: the veil. Just throw some mothballs into the caves. It'll be fine. You know, I'll help with the smell. It'll be good. It'll be fine. <laughs> and then um, I wanted to bring up the thing in the woods at the cabin um, when they were doing the with the spirit box session, and then they were like looking around. There was like something in the woods. Yeah. And I was like, what in the hell is that? Like
0: <laughs> cougar. Cougar. <laughs> yeah. I know it's so hard because it just the what their friend was like saying like through the spare box like what he was hearing was just so crazy, but like whatever they found in the or heard in the woods like, I mean they they are in the middle of nowhere, and there are so many animals, but yet the timing the timing was crazy so.
1: I know, I liked how they did the spirit box. I wish more like ghost hunting shows and stuff would take that approach, you know? Having just one person able to hear it with um blind like a blindfold on and yeah. like when you hear all the stuff that he's he like exp- you know, when he talks about what he's hearing, it I don't know, it makes it more believable to me than when, you know, Zach Bagans is running around in a house like <laughs> somebody spoke, they said my name and it's like what the <laughs> fuck? <That> what? <laughs> And then they play it back, you know, and it's like, oh yeah, I guess that sounds like Zach.
0: Like, well, <laughs> no, honestly, that's my most that's my most favorite approach I've ever heard or ever seen of a speaker box. Um, yeah, just
2: get one guy blindfolded with headphones on. Well, yeah, there's
0: on. no distractions. Like, that's just him in the box. In you box. Know? <laughs> I think
2: that'd be just mentally destroying a person. At all just you know, imagine just listening to that, <laughs> or just that's it. That's all you hear. Occasionally a whisper i mean
1: when you're a professional ghost hunter i think your mental state is already pretty you know broken <laughs> <Yeah>. down <laughs> it's gone not to say that you know it's bad but it's like you know you've probably seen a lot of shit you know and people don't believe you and it's like oh shit like that's gotta be depressing like
2: yeah
0: And like i don't know like having a spirit box there and then the extraterrestrial things happening like what i don't know what do you make of that like I don't There's know. So it, was definitely,
1: it was definitely, like, a strange combination, because, like, you know, at first they talked about how it's, you know, it's probably aliens, and then they start doing, like, stuff where they are communing with spirits, maybe, and it's like, okay, like, what is going on? So it was a little bit muddled in that sense, you know, it was kind of hard to keep track, I think, a little bit, but it was, I don't know, I like the way they approached how they recovered evidence, you know, it made it more believable to me, especially the spirit boxing. I was like, holy shit. Like
0: <laughs> yeah. she
2: had done a million times, never like this though.
0: Mm-hmm. I do I do appreciate how they like researched all avenues. Like, you know, the spiritual and then the extraterrestrial monster kind of like they mm-hmm. wanted to try every single method to see what's happening. Yeah. Like right. no stone unturned.
1: Right, which was really nice as well. And I think it sets it up, like we were talking about, for, you know, a sequel. And I would really like to see a sequel as well. You know, and they kind of hinted at it towards the end where, you know, they got another email from the guy. And, you know,
0: I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Why you gotta leave me hanging like that, God Damn it. Yeah. Now I want to go there. I mean, if I did, I'd probably be like, "Oh, hi guys, bye guys." <laughs>
1: <laughs> It'll be yeah, like I'm deliverance. You just get <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> that I just, was I... another thing too is that people seemed really talkative at first, and then when they came back again, everyone shut up for some reason. And yeah. it's like, what is going? Right. I guess it's just you know, it's a small town. I'm exper- like I'm not experiencing it personally, but like there is a lot of that happens in a small town you know if you're an outsider you're kind of like you know no one really wants to speak to you you know what i mean
0: yeah Yeah. you're intruding on their life right right
2: and to mention people probably come in there though especially if like what after this gets around i imagine a lot of people are just going to go there to like harass the locals and you know kind of make mockeries out of them
1: Right, and that's got to be hard as well, you know. It's
2: going to make season two damn near impossible. They do go Right, back.
1: unless they go to do, like, something else. Like, they go investigate Haunchyville Louis. or something.
2: Like, oh, God.
1: Haunchyville! Oh, my gosh. I feel so bad that's, saying that. Yeah, no, it's not a good word. <laughs> the whole time I was, like, watching the series, I kept thinking back to that. And, like, when Alec explained that for the first time, I was like, what in the actual fuck? <laughs> like Yeah. Oh, my God, God damn it, Wisconsin. I know. Oh, So um this is really off off topic, but have I told you guys about the lake monster here?
0: Yes. You told me a little bit about it. Yes, we have a lake monster monster. here. Lake lake monster? Oh
2: every lake has a monster.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is
1: yours named Wally? Wally the I really wish it was. No, people are just so like into Bigfoot here. It's weird and nothing about Wally. Come on. (laughs) Oh, Oh Wally. Oh
2: Wally. Oh, God!
1: But my You're... aunt saw it apparently, so that's a thing. Oh no, oh hell yeah! <laughs> my family has weird ass fucking experiences. I didn't realize this until like this last week. When we were talking about the alien thing or mm-hmm. whatever. like everyone had a story, and I'm like, what in the fuck? What is going I don't on what?" <laughs> why do i have a story why aren't the aliens coming to me like, I know, i'm begging them i'm like
0: take me now <laughs> oh
2: no, you don't want probe that me
0: no, probe me <laughs>
2: oh no, no no i just want to you know float in the sky for like a good hour so i can get some good pictures and then they can go away
1: exactly and then when people you know put them out on the internet and have people be like what in, you know heard they get these pictures god damn it <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. So yeah, that was hellier. What do you guys? I mean, I don't even know. It was just such a interesting experience, and I really uh, want to watch it again.
0: I know
2: watching episode one again hooks you in to watch the rest, and I know the rest is a lot slower paced than episode one. So yeah. that, know, episode one my-
1: they really laid a lot of shit out. They were like, "We got this email. It's fucking creepy. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna <yeah>. go investigate."
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I. I hope they do come out with another season because I feel like more research and facts will come out, too, for other people to look into, you know, the whole thing as well. Yeah. Right, maybe, yeah. kind of of makes me sad there's not a lot of things out there for it, you know?
1: I know, unless you want to go find, like, a physical book, you know, like, (laughs) cipher. Who wants to do that? Yeah, who actually reads books? (laughs) it's true though people are just so inundated with the internet they're just like if it's not on a wikipedia page i don't want it (laughs) but yeah so this is new beginnings third wheeling, first episode in a while after all the craziness that life has thrown at us Mm -hmm. and whoever is listening we hope you love it if you don't love it let us know if you do love us let us know as well we're going to try and get another episode here done at some point, but research is a thing. Yeah. Jobs are a thing, but we're going to try. Yeah. <laughs> I just got yeah. some new books about some weird shit, so. Oh, God. <laughs> like uh, government mind control and missing government documents.
0: Ooh.
1: Woo! Okay. It's going to be a fun time. We will try to get some more information out on our Facebook page, which people have been looking at that. I have gotten yeah. notifications about that. Which yeah, is great. <laughs> it's like, yes, I won! <laughs> and then if you want to find Hellier and watch it for yourself, which we encourage that everyone does, because yes, it, it is can. just that cool. <laughs> Listen,
2: I think the first season's available on YouTube now.
1: Yeah, Yeah, YouTube has it for free. And if you have Amazon Prime, it's also on Prime, included with Prime on there. And is it on Netflix? No. I have no idea. Not okay. that I saw Probably not on Netflix. Um, but it is Everyone for sure has YouTube, though. Yeah, it's for sure on YouTube and it is for sure on Amazon Prime. And if you want to find Planet Weird, um check out weekinweird.com and also planetweird.com to get more stuff from, you know, Dana and Greg. They have an amazing website. They actually have a traveling museum of haunted artifacts, which is just fucking I've amazing. Watched
0: it too. That is awesome. <laughs>
1: Right, right, and they also talked about Hellier on the Euphemet podcast, which I believe is run by Greg and Dana's friend, um, and that is also amazing. If you want more like really, really weird, obscure shit, and you're just like, I'm, I'm done with these mainstream podcasts. <laughs> these mainstream. Mainstream, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too mainstream for me. So, yeah. Well hipster thank you yeah thank you everyone for listening to us and hopefully you liked it and hopefully you come back for some more please do we are more than happy to expand the third wheel and family
0: we're rusty now but we'll get better soon we'll get back on the train oh (laughs)
1: yes for sure for sure